The following is an exclusive presentation of Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. Do your job, you'll dominate this team. You yeah. make, go have some fun and put on a show, you got me? It's Friday night, and it's time for the High School Huddle, featuring Morgan Ehlers, a preview of high school football action from across eastern North Carolina. Now, from the Pirate Radio Studios in Uptown Greenville, here's Morgan Ehlers. Good evening and welcome inside the High School Huddle, week number one of the high school football season. I'm Morgan Ehlers. Thanks so much for joining us. An exciting time in eastern North Carolina with the kickoff of high school football. We've got a full show for you here tonight. We'll be looking at Farmville Central. Aiden Grifton, North Pitt High School, Washington High School. Looking at the South Central Falcons, J.H. Rose Rampits, and of course the D.H. Conley Vikings in our D.H. Conley Game of the Week. Got a big show coming up. I'd like to thank all of our sponsors this year. We'd like to thank the Angus Grill with three locations in Greenville. Champions Gym, new to the show here this year. We talk about them in just a little while. Also, Greenville Auto World, Seared, Chop House, and Nash Hot Chicken join the bunch here on the High School Huddle as well as tiebreakers sports bar and grill i'm morgan aylers and coming up we're going to be looking at the farmville central jaguars as they take on goldsboro also aiden grifton coach paul cornwell returns and they're taking on wilson prep we'll do that quarter number one kicks off right after this on the high school huddle You're listening to the High School Huddle. Now, back to the show. Welcome back inside the High School Huddle. I'm Morgan Ehlers as we kick off the first quarter of the season here on the Huddle this evening. And we'd like to thank our sponsors in part by Angus Grill. Angus Grill, three locations in the Greenville area to serve you on Jarvis Street. Also by Pitt Community College and their newest location out in Stanton Square. Angus Grill, handcrafted, hand-pattied burgers, delicious sides, steak and cheese sandwiches, and they've got a tremendous selection of different kinds of hamburgers. And when you look at them, if you want one patty, you get one patty. If you want two, get two. How about the triple burger? You can do that at Angus Grill. Once again, Angus Grill, three locations to serve you. Pitt Community College, Jarvis Street in Greenville, and in Stanton Square over by the hospital. One big matchup tonight. Farmville Central opens up their season against Goldsboro, a 2A foe. Farmville Central last year, 5-6, and 4-2 and two in conference play. Goldsboro was 2-9 and nine overall, 1-4 and four in their conference. And joining me now is the third-year head coach at Farmville Central, Coach Ron Cook. And Coach, it seems like just yesterday you and I were talking about you coming over from Pamlico, taking over a program, trying to build that culture. Year three now for you and your Jaguars. How has the offseason been? And uh, these guys really now have embraced the Ron Cook philosophy of playing football? Uh, yes, Morgan. Uh, the offseason has been really good and uh, for us. That started way back in January. Um, guys have been working really hard in the weight room. We've got a couple of new faces uh, joining the team. We're actually probably the highest we've had. Uh, most we've had in the roster overall in the program this year with about 64 kids. Maybe we're dressing. Uh, we're going to be dressing about 43 kids for the game. Um so just great all season, great summer uh, as far as the guys the work that they put in. Uh, you can see the difference in our strength and uh, speed. I think that's the biggest thing. We're probably as fast as we've ever been and uh, stronger than we've ever been in the past years, at least most recent years and, and before I've been here. So and I, I think that showed and it was pleasant surprise in our scrimmage uh, this past Friday, uh, last Friday at Edenton. Um, we performed a little bit better than I expected. Uh, 
and I expect a lot from him. But you know, the first time going against uh, new bodies and things like that. But I think we perform very well. Coach, when you're when you're talking about the the culture and, and developing players, you had to get buy in not only uh, from the players and their families, but from the community again, because Farmville Central has been known for years as a, a really passionate football fan base. When Coach Sauls was over there, and uh, sort of went downhill for a few years, but really the community has embraced you, your your coaching staff, and these players. And you talk about the numbers of players that you've got out there. That's a big difference from what it was two years ago. Yes, sir. And uh, I've heard it from when I've gotten hired, and now we've got great support from alumni uh, who've played here, played football here, and their expectations. And and I can assure you they're just as high as mine. Um, If not higher, but it'd be hard to be higher than my expectations for the the team right now. But I know there's been a lot of excitement from their side and what the possibilities are for us this season moving forward. And uh, like I said, just great support from uh, alumni that played here in town and you know out of state and some even across the east. Going to be playing a uh, Goldsboro squad tonight, some thirty miles down the road. Uh, talk about this game and 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 what you guys can expect offensively and defensively. Well, it's going to be a great uh, opener for us. A good challenge. Um, Goldsboro got some athletes there. Uh, got some big kids. They play uh, hard up front at defensive line, um, but we expect you know, to. You know, just like going into scrimmage to the guys last week, you know, with our philosophy and our coach and where we're at now, we expect to be the most conditioned team, the best conditioned team, excuse me, on the field uh, every week, every Friday. And um, I think we showed that last Friday in our uh, scrimmage, and that's what we expect. Uh, Friday night, one of our goals is on offense to be able to run 65, 70 plays. And then defensively, I think we, we got a young, really young defense, but experienced now. Um, most of the guys are juniors and probably one sophomore starting. We only had only seen we have starting defense right now, Valley's Moore. So we expected them to be, you know, uh, uh, flying to the ball, uh, playing real tough up front and making a lot of plays. Well, Coach, good luck tonight against Goldsboro. We appreciate you taking your time out uh, prior to your season opener and look forward to working with you all season long here inside the huddle. Yes, sir, Morgan. Thank you again. Appreciate it. That is the head coach of the Farmville Central Jaguars, Ron Cook, joining us here inside the huddle. Now shifted gears. Let's go over to Aiden, North Carolina, as Aiden Grifton gets ready to open up their season against Wilson Prep from the 1A Tar Heel Roanoke Conference. And joining me on the line now is the new, if you can call him that, uh, head coach of the Aiden Grifton Chargers, Coach Paul Cornwell. And Coach, uh, good to have you back. Uh, you get you. Uh, I'm just. I want. I was looking up some stuff for first of all, Coach. And you left in 2019. Became you got your went to become an assistant principal. Your overall record 132-65, six conference championships, one Eastern final. You had one of the longest playoff streaks in the state of North Carolina over 20 years, and uh, you're taking over a program that hasn't been to the playoffs in three years. My question to you is why? <laughs> I got you, didn't I? Yeah, I, you know, I don't. Know. I mean, you know, it's uh, it's hard. I know I, last year, you know, um, I know obviously with COVID that affected everybody. Sure, a lot of things going on at that time, and uh, there was a good group that was returning that basically got affected by COVID, and then you you have, uh, I think, uh, I think that really kind of affected the group that was coming behind them more than anything, but. Uh, last year, you know, I watched film and I didn't see a team that 
you know, that didn't play well at times. That they had a lot of injuries, um, got really banged up at the beginning of the season, and I think they just never really recovered. But I saw a lot of good things, um, you know, that they, they did do. And so we've tried to build on the things, on the positives and on things that um, – that we do well and uh and kind of put all that stuff behind us i mean you know it's, it's nothing we can really do about what was in the past but uh we can kind of build for the future you and i have been friends for a, for a while now and one thing that that i can see and you, you follow what's happening and the changes coming in and you've number one you've assembled a, a terrific staff to to be on your coaching staff and you can talk about that here in just a moment but also you know the culture of Aiden Griffin football. You've been around it a long time and um, you obviously won a lot of games at Aiden Griffin, but uh, we just talked with Ron Cook over at Farmville Central. He came in three years ago and had to redevelop that culture and that support from the community. And I think you've done a really good job of, of doing that at Aiden Griffin with the Chargers. Yeah, I think over the over the years, I mean, be, you know, it's certainly it can be a blessing and a curse sometimes being, you know, growing up in the community that you're coaching in and and knowing a lot of people. Um, but there's a lot of support here. Um, a lot of people are excited about, um, you know, from the community. And Aiden is a growing community. So the Aiden and Griffin communities are really growing. Uh, the numbers, uh, the enrollment numbers are going up. Um, so. We have no idea where we'll be in the next few years, but you know we built a culture originally off just trying to do things the right way, trying to build, you know, um, you know, good young men and, and good citizens, and that would represent our community. And always kind of felt like that if we do those things every day, that the the football will kind of take care of itself. And so um, we tried to kind of go back and reestablish some of those things. Let's. Um, Let's do things the right way. Let's try to be on time and do all the little things uh, that it takes to be successful no matter what you're doing, whether it's football or you know, just whatever you do in life. So um, taking care of those little things, that will help take care of the big things. That was That's where the culture kind of originally started, and so and that's what we're working toward now. And uh, we've, we've had a, a great run, great tradition of, uh, you know, of success. Uh, but it, you know, it, it's the tradition, the culture kind of, we probably won games that we, we shouldn't have because of, of those things. We weren't necessarily always the best team on the field, but we, we expected to play well and, and, um, carried ourselves that way. And I think that helped in a lot of cases, but now we're kind of, we're kind of rebuilding that kind of reestablishing those things. This week, you open up your season at Wilson Prep. Again, they're from the Tar Heel Roanoke Conference. They were 8-3 and three last year, 6-2. and two. And when you're playing a team like Wilson Prep, you don't quite know what you're going to get from year to year. Some of these programs uh, really develop and, and move up the ranks very fast. Obviously, uh, eight wins last year for this team. What can we expect when your Chargers go take on Wilson Prep on Friday night? Well, you're going to see uh, Wilson Prep has a very talented team. Uh, they've probably got a couple of uh, uh, Division One players, um, uh, and they, you know, last year they gained a lot of confidence by going out and winning eight games. They made the playoffs. They lost to a very good Perquimans team in the playoffs. So they have high expectations, and they should. Uh, I think they've been picked to win their conference over. A Northampton team that's traditionally been very strong uh, in that league. So, um, 
you know, they, they have high expectations. Uh, it's very deserving. Uh, you know, I, I think they're going to have a great season. Um, and it's going to be a tremendous challenge for us. Uh, but at this point, you know, we've always tried to approach it. It doesn't really matter who we play as much as how we play. And uh, that's the way our preparation has kind of gone. We haven't really, uh, you know, we know what they're running and trying to focus on that. But we also are trying to focus on how we execute. And uh, But they they have a, a very good football team. I think a lot of people are going to, you're going to hear a lot about them throughout the season. Talking with Coach Paul Cornwell from uh, the Aiden Griffin Chargers. And, Coach, before we let you go, one of the things that has impressed me was the amount of guys that wanted to coach with you back at Aiden Griffin. Talk about your staff before we let you go. Well, you know, when you, you've you been around as long as I have, you 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 know, you've gotten to know a lot of people. And, and I have a lot of people who played for me uh previously who are coaching now and there's a lot of people that coached with me previously that coach now and and when i got back in i had several you know different people reach out to me about potentially joining the staff and uh we were able to add a couple guys garrett wingate uh who had been at rose the head coach of north pit um and was at northern nash last year's offensive coordinator so he's been in back-to-back state championship games uh he played for me at north pit one of my linemen and so um we've got, he, we got an opportunity to, to add him to our staff and then the guys that were all returning um and, and then there's several guys that played for me that are volunteering we we've split staff for the first time in my career we have a varsity staff and a jv staff we have a jv team for the first time in three years um so everybody on staff, with the, just a couple of exceptions, either played for me or coached with me previously. So uh, that connection is, uh, is has been huge for us, and, and I'm really excited about that. Well, Coach, we appreciate it. Good luck against Wilson Prep, and uh, look forward to working with you all season long here inside the huddle, and good luck against Wilson Prep. All right. Thank you, buddy. We look forward to the, a great season. Aiden Grifton's head coach, Paul Cornwell, joining us here inside the huddle. And that does it for the first quarter of the first show of the year here on Pirate Radio. We appreciate everybody joining us here this evening as we get you set for an exciting night of high school football. Once again, thanks to all of our sponsors, Angus Grill, Champions Health and Fitness, Green Volato World, Seared Chop House, Nash Hot Chicken, and Tiebreakers. I'm Morgan Aylers. Coming up the second quarter, we'll be looking at North Pitt and also Washington High School. The Matt Taylor era kicks off tonight. We'll talk to those coaches and more coming up next here Inside the Huddle. You're listening to the High School Huddle. Now, back to the show. Welcome back inside the High School Huddle on a Friday night. I'm Morgan Aylers getting you set for exciting high school football action. Our game of the week tonight is going to be a good one as D.H. Conley, they open up their season tonight and they're going to be taking on Laney High School. And uh, we'll be talking with Coach Nate Connor a little bit later on in the show. But our second quarter tonight is being brought to you by Greenville Auto World. Greenville Auto World is under new ownership and is now part of the driveherenow.com network. Tommy Cook and the Cook Management Team, proud owners now of Greenville Auto World and tremendous service department as always. I trust my vehicles with Greenville Auto World. Sherry does a great job over there. Make sure you go to Greenville Auto World. And again, Greenville Auto World is under new ownership and they've got a tremendous selection of automobiles. Over five dealerships now part of the Cook Management Group and part of the driveherenow.com network. Go to driveherenow.com 
now.com and you can see the entire selection they have within five dealerships in Tommy Cook and the Cook Management Group. Now owners, proud owners of Greenville Auto World in Greenville. Tommy Cook been serving the Greenville Auto World needs for uh, over 40 years. Tommy Cook and the Cook Management Group are now the new owners at Greenville Auto World. Go by and see them today and check them out online at driveherenow.com, part of the driveherenow.com network. One of the interesting matchups here tonight is North Pitt at Riverside Martin. The Knights and the Panthers doing battle. North Pitt finished last year 4-7, and 2-4 and four in the conference. The Knights 11-2, and 6-1 and one in their 1A conference. And joining me now is the head coach for the second season, Coach C.J. Wilson, East Carolina great, NFL great, and just an overall good dude. C.J., good to have you here inside the huddle. I know the emotions of... of Opening night never change, do they? They always bubble up inside. Oh yes, sir. Thank first of all, thank for having me on. And like you said, first game for of the season is a uh, a great chance to go out there and show what we have. And it's so it's, it's very exciting. Butterflies in my stomach because I know the players got butterflies as well. Talk about your your team over the summer and the off season. This is your second full year of being able to have this team under your tutelage, the off-season conditioning, the workouts. I, I follow you and know you had a really successful summer at some of the team camps. Talk a little bit about uh, what the Panthers did in the off-season to prepare for tonight. You, you know, this was our best off-season we had since I've been here. And this is my third year uh, with the team. We uh, added some new coaches on our staff, and they had a, you know, one guy just specialized in weightlifting and conditioning. So we had a great, great offseason. Kids here every day, every day in the summer, about three or four days a week. And they didn't miss a week. Only time they missed was uh, during our dead period. But they had a phenomenal summer. And uh, it's showing. It's, it's actually showing that uh, our uh, training camp we had, the kids was in better shape than they were at the end of the season last year. So we were just uh, excited about what, what they're going to do, carry over the season. Well, you know, when you're talking about building a, a program, North Pitt's had some success over the years. But the I was talking with Ron Cook and talked with Paul Cornwell, who coached Cooks in his third year. Coach Cornwell returns to Aiden Grifton, having to build that culture back up. And as a player, I would imagine seeing somebody of your stature coming in, the guy that's been there, done that, coming from a small town in eastern North Carolina and, and, and playing at East Carolina, playing in the NFL, to look at you and say, hey, we can do this. If he can do this, we can do this, and really take that – that leadership and, and strive for that next level. And it's like what you're saying. Most kids, uh, they see that. But what I, I heard from Coach Russell McNeil, he told me, he said, kids don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. And I and I and that's what you build a culture. They gotta know that you really care about them. And me and my coaching staff, um, we have put an environment there that uh, the kids that we try so hard to to show them that we care. And just yesterday, I told the coach, I said, we laughed about it. I said, man, every day I got to kick them out of the locker room. And they there before, they try to beat me there every day. So it's, we, we start to turn into a, a family. The guys want to be there. They want to be around each other. I hear them out there yelling. We'll be in the coach's beating room. I hear them in the yelling, playing around, the wrestling. So that's the culture we're trying to build. They want to be there with each other. They want to love each other. And it's like, it's carrying over um, and practices. The guys are working hard together. And, they, and it's really going to be a, a great thing to see and try to turn this program back to what it used to be. There's no rest for the weary uh, if you're weary coming in from preseason camp because you're taking on a Riverside Martin team tonight. The Knights were 11-2 and two last year. They've had a lot of success. That's a, a, an area 
over the years. You know, Harold Robinson did it when he was the head coach there, legendary Hall of Fame coach, and the coaches throughout the years have taken that community and they've really embraced it. They did it last year. Talk about your opening game matchup against the Knights. Uh, they, they, you know, uh, like you said, they've been a successful program over the years. I actually played against them when I was in high school, so I know they have a, a lot of talent there and have a great history of, of football. But I like, I, like I said, I told my guys, it don't matter if we play in Riverside or we play in New Bern, we gonna go out there and do what we came to do. We've been practicing to do since January. Feel very confident this year in my guys that they want to win. They actually want it more than I want it, and that's what I, that's what you want when you coach in high school football that the kids want to win and they put the work in. And we know that Riverside's a great team. They got a great coach, a new coach, um, who's going to come in. You know, I saw a lot of good things on film. And I told the kids, like, we're we going to, you know, they don't take them ever, ever, anybody likely. We're not doing that. And so they got a great program, got a great team, and it's going to be a, a great fight. I told them it's going to be a dog fight from the beginning to the end. Well, it's your home opener, so there's going to be a great crowd in Bethel watching you taking on the Knights. And, Coach, we look forward to working with you all season long. Excited about your team and uh, got a good feeling about Panther football coming up in 2023. Thank you, sir. Thank you so much. Me, me too. I got a good feeling. I so hope, hopefully show start off with a great, uh, great note tomorrow. That is Coach C.J. Wilson of the North Pitt Panthers joining us here inside the huddle. Now let's go over to Beaufort County and to the Washington Pan Pack. They open up their season at Croatan tonight. They'll be taking on the Coastal 3A team. And uh, joining me now is the new head coach of the Washington Pan Pack, Coach Matt Taylor. And Coach, first of all, congratulations, man. I know it's a, an exciting time in your life, not only, uh, and I've known you a long time, okay? I've known you a long time. Yes. You've gone from uh, just a single guy to a married guy. Got to was they had the honor of DJing your, your and Sarah's wedding, and then you adopted twin girls. Then you had a baby. Now you're the head coach of the Washington Pan Pack. All within a few years, your your life's just like on a, a, a motorcycle, and you're you're trying to pedal like you're on a scooter. You're exactly right. I'm just trying to hold on and enjoy the ride, and you know it has been fun knowing you all these years. It's fun that you get to see me grow up and I get to grow up with your sons and see them grow. And It's been a really cool experience. And, man, I'm just so excited. And It's an honor to be on this talk show. You know, I've listened to you grill these other coaches for years and all criticize how they handled it. So now I get to understand that people are going to be criticizing me. So I'm just trying to hold on again. Longtime uh, football coach at D.H. Conley for Coach Nate Connor. You had the opportunity to go to Washington this year. Talk about that process and how you ended up in Washington. Well, you know, I've always kind of revered Washington in a lot of ways. Um, it, it hits home. You know, growing up in Greenville and having a relationship from D.H. Conley and knowing what Washington's about and things like that. And so I've always kind of admired it from afar and what the possibilities that it could be. And, you know, the community and the culture and of the school and all those things have always appealed to me. And uh, when the old coach kind of announced that he was stepping down, the athletic director gave me a, uh, shot me a text and he said, hey, just put your name in the hat and see where it goes. And, you know, it was a wild process and having a lot of conversations with my wife and, you know, Coach Connor and other coaches that I really admire and trust their opinion, and just one step left to another, and here we are. 
You know, you've got a, a great tradition over there. They've won a lot of football games over the years. I can remember when my boys played and you'd go over there to Choppy Wagner Field and uh, just a, a, a tremendous following in Washington and keeping that culture. Coach Owens did a good job of building that back up. I know they struggled a little bit last year, 3-7, and 1-5 and five in conference play. But the, the foundation's there. And, and the support within the community is there. And I know that's got to be a, a big uh, bonus for you as you, you try to put the Matt Taylor era underway. Yeah, and that's exciting. You know, and that was one of the big draws for the job is the community. And, you know, I like you said, I have three young children and having the opportunity to grow them in a place like this and seeing how they would develop and become a part of that community was really exciting. And look, this is a place that loves their football and they're here to support me all the way and you know it's just really exciting and i'm just like you said trying to put my spin on it trying to make it mine but it's still you know the tradition has stayed it's just with my twist on it and it's been a fun challenge and been a fun process talk about the reception from the players when you you got the head job coach owens was there he's no longer there i know from a a player standpoint that sort of leaves you up in turmoil who's going to be taking over what's he going to be like how's the reception been from the pampack players you know first you know i came in a little late we didn't get any spring football and i came in so late to the point we didn't get any seven on sevens or you know it was a little awkward of things how i normally want to do things so it was a little bit of a different summer and off season than I'm used to or that I want to have. Um, you know, it took a little while for the kids to kind of buy in. And, you know, they're skeptical. They're teenagers. They want to win and all those things. And, you know, that wasn't the case with all of them. But a good handful of them, it took them a little while to buy in. But now we're on a roll, man, and we're learning how to practice and we're learning how to meet my expectations and not that we're changing the culture because, again, Coach Owens did a great job here and won a lot of football games, but we're reinventing the culture in my vision. And it's been a lot of fun, and the kids, they're, they're excited. They're, they're ready to play Friday night, and they've done a great job buying in and finding all the things that I find important. They're placing importance as well. So it's been a challenge, but it's been a lot of fun. You're going to be on the road tonight taking on Croatan. Croatan 4-7 and seven last year, only 2-3 and three in the conference. Talk about this matchup, game number one, week number one, Friday Night Lights. Well, where it's exciting, you know, one, it's obviously my first football game, and it's a new era here. And, you know, I talked to these kids all summer that they all get a fresh start. And we all, And you don't get that many times in life that you get to reset what you have worked for and what you haven't worked for and all those things. So it's exciting in the sense that we get to start this new era. Now, Croatan, where it's another exciting point is, you know, Croatan is a very well-coached team. That shows up on film, and they have some tradition there as well. And they're going to be well-coached, and they're going to do things the right way. So they're going to challenge us in those ways and test how well we've been coached. And we're excited to put our brand against theirs and uh, see who comes out on top. Well, Coach, good luck tonight. I know it's exciting for you and the family and the team and the community. And let the Matt Taylor era begin for Pampack Country. Absolutely. Well, I appreciate you, Morgan, and go Pampack. That is first-year head coach Matt Taylor with the Washington Pampack here inside the huddle. Let's shift gears a little bit and go to one of the guys that has long covered high school football in eastern North Carolina, WCTI-TV 12's host of the Blitz, Brian North, joins us now. And, Brian, football season is here, week number one of that high school football season. Man, it's just a great time of year, isn't it? Oh, man, 
man, year 26, and this is how long I've been around now. Matt Taylor, I covered Matt Taylor when he won the state wrestling championship in 2004 for D.H. Conley. Milt Sherman's last uh, match is the, the head coach of D.H. Conley. So when I ran into him the other day, I'd forgotten all about it, and he told me, he remembered me sticking the camera in his face on the mat in Greensboro and telling me, uh, telling him to get the emotion out of him. Now he's the head coach at Washington. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's still great, though. It makes you feel young, yeah, even when you're old guys like us. When football season rolls around. Yeah, it is. And there's a, uh, you know, it's funny because we've talked with Paul Cornwell, you know, sort of coming full circle, coming back to Aiden Grifton. You've got uh, Matt Taylor. Then you've got Chris Cherry, who we'll talk with in the third quarter of our show tonight. A legendary uh, basketball coach at South Central, longtime AD there. Now he's the head football coach at South Central. So uh, the teams that we cover, a lot of changes, but the more things change, the more things kind of stay the same fascinating with Chris Cherry. Maybe one of the most fascinating stories, but again, when I arrived here a long time ago, he was the offensive coordinator and calling plays at Plymouth with his alma mater, and I had forgotten all about it until I talked to Coach Cherry that he actually played football at Livingstone College. Uh, played with Ben Coates, the old tight end there. So it's not like he, he's, he's venturing into football for the first time. That really is his background, but I don't know if I've ever seen a state championship winning coach in one sport this late in his coaching career, switch over and become a head coach of a football team. And, and so I'm fascinated to see how it works out and if he can get that thing turned around because I've always said South Central was a sleeping giant. Talking with Brian North from WCTI-TV 12 and The Blitz. You can watch it Friday nights about 11.05 on WCTI-TV 12. Let's talk about the different uh, key matchups for week number one. You know, it's always there, – there's some games that are sort of like – blah games but it is opening night but then there's always one or two good matchups and there's a few of those around we yeah there's there's the traditional rivalries you've got north Lenore and green central and their battle of brown town and so that's a cool way to kick it off havelock and wallace rose hill two of the best teams in the state going head to head right out the gate so we're going to find out right away you know how good uh, those two teams are so that's our, our premier matchup so we are fascinated by that one we've got the freaky friday matchup where you have West Craven hosting Pamlico. Pamlico's head coach is Bobby Griffin. He's a West Craven grad. West Craven's head coach is uh, is Mike Twitchell, and he's a Pamlico grad. So it's just kind of weird for them to be on opposite sidelines from what they were growing up. So that's a cool matchup we're looking forward to as well. You know, you talk about Havelock taking on Wallace Rose Hill. That is one program over the offseason, the Havelock Rams, that have had so much up and down and who's coaching, who's not coaching. And I guess they've kind of got it figured out. <laughs> it's, it's all about labels. It's all the same coaching staff. It's just who has the label of head coach. And it's now it's currently interim head coach is Brent Wooten, the North Pitt grad, taking over for his twin brother, Alan Wooten, who's still the defensive coordinator. And then Caleb King, who wanted the job, is still the offensive coordinator. So they're all still there. So the dynamic within the coaching staff and team didn't really change. It's just who was being called head coach and and who would the referees talk to. So uh, that's a super talented team. We'll we'll see if this this kind of tempest that they've been dealing with with the head coaching situation, who is going to be named, if that has any effect. I don't think so. Uh, And this is a really, really talented team. So um, I don't think this will set them back too much but it certainly was an outside distraction they didn't want for a while well brian we look forward to catching all the exciting action on the blitz tonight wcti tv 12 and look forward to working with you once again here inside the high school huddle each week bringing me the ins and outs of what's happening in your viewing area well thank you morgan looking forward to it i don't know how you're going to wear all these hats of being 
uh, radio host, ECU play by uh, PA guy, and then uh, world jet setter uh, running around chasing the Seahawks every weekend. Yeah, I've had to rent out my private jet a little bit, so. <laughs> You know, not going to make Seattle quite as much, but we will be going out uh, next week going to the Green Bay-Seattle game, so that'll be kind of fun. Never been to Green Bay. Looking forward to that, but don't know how many times we'll be out to Seattle this year. Maybe I can get out there one time, but we're very blessed, and Holt's working hard and uh, very excited about the future. Enjoy it while you can. These are small windows, so uh, wear as many hats as you can while you, while you got them. That is Brian North, host of The Blitz on WCTI-TV 12. The second quarter is wrapping up. I'd like to thank you, our sponsors, Greenville Auto World, and our newest sponsor, Champions Health and Fitness. Go by and see Greg Lassiter and his staff at Champions Health and Fitness. You can go online at uh, Champions Health uh, championsofgreenville.com. Call them today at 353-0544. Tremendous selection of, of equipment open 24 hours a day. It's staffed uh, 8 a.m. to 9 p.m., 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. Monday through Thursday. They've got boot camp, cycle, muscle pump, Pilates, step and sculpt, total body conditioning, yoga, and uh, so much more. Clean, healthy facility. Greg Lasseter getting ready to celebrate his 40th year at Champions Health and Fitness. And uh, go by and see them. Tell you heard it right here inside the huddle champions of greenville.com coming up next we're going to be looking at south central they've got a new head coach the more things change the more things stay the same we just talked about that with uh, brian north also be talking with jh rose head coach will bland that's all coming up in the third quarter of tonight's show here inside the huddle You're listening to the High School Huddle. Now, back to the show. Welcome back inside the High School Huddle. I'm Morgan Ayler. This quarter is being brought to you by Seared Chop House and Nash Hot Chicken. Seared Chop House, if you ever go by at 1909 East Fire Tower Road, they have a delicious selection of dinners and entrees. They intentionally have these delicious choice cuts of USDA meat, sustainable seafood, and decadent desserts. Then they've also got a great selection of craft cocktails, premium wines, and bourbon selections. Seared Chop House on Fire Tower Road in Greenville. And they've got delicious food, delicious dinners, great date night experience. But they've also got my favorite, the brunch on Saturday from 10 to 1. And then Sundays, we go after church from 10 to 3. Unbelievable. They've got this French toast. It has the orange liqueur in it. It is just decadent to eat and i try not to eat too much with an omelet selection i like the omelets and uh, go by and check out their brunch saturday from 10 to 1 and sunday from 10 to 3 sear chop house the ultimate date night experience go to searchophouse.com you can book a table or give them a call at 756-8199 sear chop house the corner of arlington and fire tower road South Central, they open up their home season in the 2023 season tonight against the Kinston Vikings. South Central last year, 1-9. They were 0-6 throughout the season last year in conference play. Kinston 6-5, 3-3 in their season last year. And this year, Coach Chris Cherry, you know the name. He's been a longtime AD, longtime head basketball coach, state champion winning basketball coach at uh, South Central. And uh, Coach Cherry joins us now because he is now the head football coach at South Central, longtime uh, offensive coordinator at Plymouth. I believe your alma mater, according to what Brian North just said, uh, Coach Cherry, 
you're people think of you as basketball, but you really have a tremendous football background. Uh, yes, I do. You know, played in high school, played in college at, at Livingstone College, a four four year letterman, three year starter. Um, started out um, back coaching high school football at Plymouth High School um, under Coach uh, Bob Cody, who was my high school coach and was my mentor, so to say. And I did that for eight nine years and um, got out of football uh, when I went to Southern League, and then I came back to. Uh, South Central in 2009. I helped Coach Davis that first year, so um, I have quite an extensive football background. Um, really excited about the opportunity here at, at South. You know, you, you talk about what you did on the basketball court. Obviously, uh, tremendous tradition there at South Central, and probably will continue there, I'm sure. But you know, the you're the AD. You have an opening for football, and. Did they just get those competitive juices going again a little bit? Because sometimes when you do the same thing day after day, not that you don't love it and you're not great at it, but maybe a new challenge, is that what uh, presented itself and made you think, hey, I want to do this? Well, it's it's a combination of things. Um, What a lot of people don't realize is um, a couple of my previous administrators had actually talked to me about uh, possibly taking over football and at that time, wasn't ready to do that because I felt like I haven't um, accomplished what I was what I was sent to do here at South Central on the, in the basketball program. But you know, at this time, you know, I just felt like you know it's the right time. You know, the basketball program is at a very high level. Um, Coach Leland Jones had been with me for 13 years, and you know, it was time for him, you know, to you know to take over and you know, sort of um, pay it forward. You know, somebody had to pay it forward to me to get my career started. So I feel like, you know, it was just a perfect opportunity where I, where I know the basketball program would continue to thrive and just, you know, try to get the football program back on, on, on solid footing. You know, last year, 1-9, and nine, there was, a, a, again, a little bit of a, a transition midseason, and you, you're taking over a program. But the advantage, I think, that you have over a new coach coming in is these players are very familiar with you, might not be familiar with you on the football field, but they, they know who Chris Cherry is and with the intensity and the integrity that you bring to, to the coaching game. Talk about how the reception's been from your players when you walk on the, the turf versus the court. It's been tremendous. Uh, started back in November when we first made the announcement. You know, after after the shock factor wall for a little bit, you know, the kids they were very very excited. And they 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 worked their tails off. Um, we got our numbers up over a hundred right now, so we're very proud of that. And the kids are working very hard, man. We're just taking it. I know it's cliches, but we're taking it day by day and just trying to stack good days together. You know, and, and that's that's the biggest thing when you. When you start a program, you know you, you you want the kids to learn how to work and how to compete and just how to win win each and every day. And so that's that's what we're really concentrating on. And I'm really excited, you know, for these young men. Talk about some of the players that we can expect to hear their names called on Friday night that we can be looking forward to talking about the following Friday. Uh, we, we you know you know we have uh, some seniors returning. You know we have of uh, course Zion Global, the senior. Uh, tight end defensive lineman, uh, Brandon Jacobs, a defensive end, uh, play some tight end for us. Um, we just, we have a number of guys, young quarterback in Jimmy Martin. And so we're, we're just looking, you know, just to, you know, um, just to continue to build and find, find players. That, that, that's basically what we want to do. Find, find those hidden gems. Well, coach, you got a, a tough matchup tonight with this Kinston Viking team. 
They finished 6-5 and five last year. Kind of had that little bit of a lull toward the end of the season, but this is a team that has uh, really rebounded over the last four, five, four or five years just from a talent standpoint and built into a uh, traditionally a winning football team, a playoff football team. What can we expect tonight for your home opener? Uh, Coach Gisman does a good job there. He's done a good job of, of building that program. We know they're going to be uh, – It'll be as you know, it'll be very athletic. You know, they want to want to spread you out and and throw it around a little bit. So you know, our biggest thing is just concentrate on ourselves. Try to limit pre-snap penalties and self-inflicted wounds. Well, coach, we look forward to working with you all season and uh, excited for the Chris Cherry era of uh, Falcon football. And we'll talk with you next week here inside the huddle. Sounds good, man. Thanks for having me. That was the new head football coach at South Central, Coach Chris Cherry, joining us here inside the huddle. Let's go to Greenville Rose right now. J.H. Rose High School and the head coach of the Rampants, Will Bland. His Rampants are opening up the season at home versus New Hanover. A tough, tough New Hanover team last year, 10-2, 7-0 in conference play. Made it to the second round of the playoffs. The Rampants last year, 8-4, and 4-2 in conference play. They make it to the second round of the playoffs. And Coach, uh, I know it's an exciting time for all the coaches and the players. We've talked to a lot of different coaches, and they all get those uh, butterflies going into opening night. But you guys have put a lot of work in in the offseason. Talk about your team and what we can expect going into tonight's season opener. Well, uh, I think you're uh, a special team that is in shape. It's, you know, every home opener, especially in this time of the year, it's going to be hot. So you're going to find out a little bit about yourself, about how, how much condition you are and well-shaped. I think they're in great shape, and I think they put in a lot of time to learn the offense and learn the defense that we installed. So I think they're ready. They've been excited. They've been itching for a while, and now it's finally here, and um, it's just now we just got to go out here and execute. You, you had a couple chances to see your team in action uh, the last couple weeks with the scrimmages that you've had. Any surprises or standouts that we can look at on offense and defense for your squad this year? Well, um, offense, um, we have um, Jason, uh, who's coming over from Riverside, um, he's probably going to be the number one quarterback tonight going out. He's, he's a dynamic guy. He's a dual threat. He has great vision on the field as well, pocket presence. So I, I expect big things out of him. And then um, Jaden Lovett, who is a converted quarterback who's going to play some wide receiver. Uh, I think a lot of people will be shocked how um, a gifted athlete he is as a wide receiver. And on the defense side of the ball, uh, we got Coach Life is going to be calling defense. We got him from Aiden Griston. And I think you're just going to see a defense that are able to fly around and put pressure on the quarterback and then um, call some turnovers. Well, Coach, you're playing a new Hanover team tonight that's got a tremendous tradition. You're no stranger to a uh, new Hanover's team. And talk about this matchup between two powerhouse teams and J.H. Rose and New Hanover. Well, you know, New Era, and like you said, last year they went 10-2. I think they got, well, everybody got beat by Newburn, but um, they took that big loss to Newburn in the first uh, the opening last year, but ran off 10 in a row before they lost in the second round in overtime. Um, they have seven guys, or well, seven players coming back on offense, which is a very dynamic offense with their quarterback they got, uh, a couple of real good um, skill guys, and a running back. Uh, so we just got to be on defense. We got to be fundamental sound. Uh, they run about the same thing we do on offense. We run spread with a lot of screen try to mix in the power and the county run game so if we can be um technically sound on defense and be able to get some stops there i think we will be able to um come out on top and um their defense they lost a lot they lost um nine out of their 11 starters so they got two coming back so they're very young um i would say a little bit of inexperience there wherever you got a new group coming in there so you know they're gonna take their lumps 
and um, throughout the season. And hopefully, they take some uh, this Friday against us. Uh, so we and we're like I said, we're a very veteran offense. We got our guys coming back. Thank you, got nine out of eleven coming back on offense for us. So if we can um, just execute and, and capitalize off their miscues, then I think we'll be all right. Well, Coach, we're excited about your team this year, excited about covering your rampants, and uh, good luck against New Hanover, and we'll talk with you next week. I appreciate all the, all the phone calls. Love talking to you every Thursday. <laughs> I don't know what that <laughs> was about, but <laughs> that is Will Bland. He's the head coach of the J.H. Rose Rampants, joining us here inside the huddle. This quarter has been brought to you by Seared Chop House, East Firetail Road in Greenville. Also, Nash Hot Chicken, one of the new sponsors here inside the huddle, 114 East 5th Street. Hot Chicken, cold beer, live music, seven days a week. That's Nash Hot Chicken. They do catering. They have mouth-watering Nashville hot chicken, homemade sides like mac and cheese, baked beans, hand-cut fries, among many others. Give them a call today, 999 999- Five four four four. That's Nash Hot Chicken, Hot Chicken, Cold Beer, and Live Music right on East Fifth Street, one fourteen East Fifth Street. Available for catering, catering as well. Go to see them online and see their delicious menu at eatatnash.com. Nash Hot Chicken, one of the sponsors here inside the huddle. That does it for the third quarter of tonight's show. Getting ready to kick off the fourth quarter already. It's hard to believe we're, this show's been flying by. Coming up next, we'll be talking with the head coach of the. D.H. Conley Vikings, Coach Nate Connor. It's our Pirate Radio Game of the Week. D.H. Conley hosting Laney. We'll talk with Coach Connor after this here inside the huddle. You're listening to the High School Huddle. Now, back to the show. Welcome back inside the High School Huddle. I'm Morgan Ayler. Is getting you kicked off for the fourth quarter of tonight's show. The opening show for this 2023 high school football season. My thanks to Shirley Rose for producing the show here tonight. She does a great job, as always, keeping me straight. And uh, fourth quarter is brought to you by Tiebreakers Sports Bar and Grill. Tiebreakers Sports Bar and Grill with two locations. One on Smithwick Drive in Greenville. The other on Main Street in Winterville. Open for lunch and dinner seven days a week and tiebreakers you can always catch all the exciting sports all season long depending on what your sport is whether it's football college football hockey basketball baseball tiebreakers has it tiebreakers in greenville with over 30 big screen televisions to take care of all your sporting needs go by and see them today bram anderson and his award-winning staff at tiebreakers tiebreakers sports bar and grill two locations to serve you on Greenville, on Smithwick Drive, and Main Street in downtown Farmville. Tiebreakers again sponsoring our high school huddle. And now let's go to the Pirate Radio Live line and talk with Brian Bailey. He is the host of Touchdown Friday, WNCT TV 9. And Double B, you're looking at the Touchdown Friday. How many years has this been that you've been covering high school football in such a great detail that you do on Touchdown Friday? Well, we started back uh, around 87 or 88. The original name of the show was Sports Center 9 Extra, and we did an extra 10 or 15 minutes on a Friday night, and then we kind of expanded it the next year, and then we came up with the concept of Touchdown Friday. And You know, sometimes it doesn't work out for Friday because, you know, a lot of times there'll be bad weather coming to town, and we'll play on Thursday, or we have to move to Saturday. But for the most part, it still stays as Touchdown Friday. You kind of, everybody kind of gets the idea. I think through the years, it's kind of taken on a life of its own. 
When you're looking at uh, this season for high school football, this is a we talk about it every year. How exciting it is! You you've gone through the dog days of summer as a player, as a coach, as a fan. You've gone through the doldrums of not a whole lot going on in the world of sports. To all of a sudden, everything just ramps up. High school football kicks in two weeks later. College football is kicking in, and then pro football is kicking in. This is just a really exciting time of the year. And you're just like me. You love watching football. Yeah, and you know it's kind of it's kind of like you know the school season ends in, in May and June, and then we all take a couple of months off, like you said, and then we get a chance to get back. And you know, Pirates report to camp. The high school you know practices start at the uh, this year. They actually started July thirty first, usually on August first. But it all kind of you know results in, in, in something new that everybody goes back to high school and they're on in August, and of course everybody reports to East Carolina. The colleges get cranked up, and this is a college town, so. Yeah, football goes right along with it, and it's really an exciting time. Eleven oh five on Friday night is Touchdown Friday. You'll be hosting it this year. Also, you're going to be traveling again with with East Carolina football. So you've got Ken Wiling and your whole team does a, a great job when you, in your absence. But uh, talk a little bit about edition number one of the of Touchdown Friday this week and what we can expect to see. Well, we've got our game of the week, and actually, we've got the top two teams in our Touchdown Friday top nine doing battle there. It's uh, Havelock. We picked them number one because the coaches in the big Carolina 3A4, a picked Havelock to win the league. And we picked uh, Wallace Rose Hill at number two. So we've got uh, two really good teams in our first game of the week. And that should be a, just a, that should be a really good game because everybody that knows football knows that Wallace Rose Hill is one of those teams that year in and year out is really good. Havelock's got a lot of talent back. You know, Havelock's had some turmoil, obviously, because uh, the head, Alan Wooten is the coach. And then, he swapped jobs with Caleb King, and the Board of Education didn't like it. So then Caleb King didn't get the head job, but uh, Alan Wooten's twin brother, Brent Wooten, took over as an interim coach. And they all seem really happy with what's going on down there. And every time you ask somebody about it, they all kind of just say, hey, we're just going to do what we do, and uh, and we want to win some football games. And so, and that's probably how it should be. But it's been a kind of a wacky, wacky time for football in Craven County. Then Newburn, of course, losing Toy now, getting a new coach in there. So uh, a lot of things have been happening to our south. You know, one of the games that we're going to be talking about here in just a few minutes is D.H. Conley hosting Laney. We just talked with Will Bland. They're going to be hosting New Hanover. Um, uh, You know, these are some really good matchups early in the season. And Coach Connor does it. Coach Bland does it. A lot of these coaches do. They like to really play some tough early season games. And it might not reflect sometimes in the wins and losses, but hopefully the goal is by the end of the season they're battle-tested and ready for the playoffs. Well, that and they're, they're battle-tested when the conference wars start because night in and night out in the uh, Big Carolina 3A, 4A, I mean, those are just some tough games. And I've talked about it a couple of times this summer, but, you know, in every other sport, it seems like, you know, there may be one good team, maybe another team that, that challenges. But when you get into football, I mean, just a trip to Jacksonville is not easy. A trip, you know, playing Havelock, certainly not easy. Rose, Conley, you know, there's just so many good teams in the league, you got the undefeated, you know, state four A champs from last year in Newburn. Newburn was picked fourth this year, which is kind of uh, kind of hard to figure when you when you look at, at all the talent that they have there. Obviously, they lost a lot from last year, and they have a new coach. But still, you know, those are some very very difficult games, and everybody seems to think that Northside Jacksonville is on the rise. And then you've got South Central in there with Coach Cherry, one of the great coaches in our area who switched from basketball to football. So it should be a great year. 
Well, B, we look forward to uh, talking with you all season long, getting your expertise, and love watching you guys on Touchdown Friday every Friday night, 11.05 on WNCT-TV9. Yeah, looking forward to it tonight. Should be a big show. That is Brian Bailey, Touchdown Friday, WNCT-TV9, joining us here inside the huddle. And now let's go to the head coach of the D.H. Conley Vikings, the Vikings in our Pirate Radio Game of the Week. They'll be taking on Laney tonight. D.H. Conley finished 5-6, and 3-3 three and three in the conference in the big, Car- big Carolina 3A-4A. Fourth place overall, Laney was 6-5, and 4-3 and three in their 3A-4A split conference. And Coach Connor joins us now. Coach, Friday night football is back, and I uh, know you guys are excited. A long summer of hard work and dedication, and now it finally pays off. Yeah, Morgan, it's, uh, it's exciting to be at this point talking to you, and there's a lot of hard work that goes into getting this point. It really is, and there's nothing like when it finally – that whistle blows at seven o'clock. Those lights are on, and it's 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 a culmination of so much hard work to get to that point. We can't wait to get to it. You know, you guys have been going at it all summer long. Had a a really good camp season, I know, and you've had a couple scrimmages, one against Tarboro. Talk about where your team is offensively and defensively. What are some of the names that we'll hear Alan Vick call tonight on the play-by-play action? You know, we're a young football team, and uh, I'm excited about that. I, I think it's there's a lot of guys eager for opportunities that have been waiting for their chance uh, within our program, and, and I'm really excited about the way they've been working and, and to get to come out, and they become the next guys that we talk about for years to come. Um, we're, we're, we're really led by our senior, Isaiah Crumpler, and, and he's no he's no unfamiliar name to anybody around here. He's been doing it for a long time, and he's the leader of our football team. Uh, he'll be on the offensive side and the defensive side of the ball, you know, making plays and making calls and, and doing different things. And uh, But some other unsung guys that maybe people don't know about that have had great summers and just ready for their opportunities is a guy named Patrick Woodall, who's been a wide receiver and a DB who's played in spots and been a role player, and, and now it's his moment to shine. I'm excited about him. Uh, guys like Sammy Strickland, same way. He's going to be one of our running backs. We have a, a – a lineman, Caleb Bess, who's a three-year starter coming back who kind of anchors that front up there. He's going to play some defensive line for us as well. Uh, and, and, you know, we also have a young man, Jamie Jenks, who's a senior who's done a great job on the defensive line. Um, we're excited about a guy named Rashad Little who played some safety for us last year that's moving down in the box. He's going to give us some variations. Uh, look for him to make some plays for us on the perimeter. Uh, and then, you know, some other unsung guys, Kareem Daniels at cornerback. Patrick Woodall's going to play some corner. And then Christian Holly's a guy that's been a varsity guy, made made some big plays for us. Uh, I think he's going to really start to become one of those guys for us this year. Who's going to be the man under center this year for you guys? I know you've had some really good tradition over the last few years and been very successful at it. Uh, and that's the guy that sort of has to get everybody in the right spot. And uh, I know that uh, you do such a great job in working with the quarterbacks. I know that firsthand and much appreciated. But uh, talk a little bit about the quarterback position this year for the Vikings. So I'm very excited about that spot as well. Uh, we have two young men that have been doing an outstanding job. They're young. One's a sophomore in Samari Cabell, uh, who was in our program last year and has really worked extremely hard this entire offseason uh, and improved tremendously. You know, we've, we've been very cautious with how what kind of offense we're going to bring. We're still trying to figure that out because we don't want to put too much on these young guys um, and them in situations where – they're uncomfortable or too much is on their plate, but they have handled it tremendously, gotten better each week. Uh, so Samari Cabell, and then we have a freshman in Rook Niddle, uh, who's been fantastic uh, in, in the 
in the fall camp uh, since we've got them all summer and everything else just seems to get better and better, has a great feel. So both these guys are going to play. And it's not that one's better than the other or we're trying to compete. I think they both bring assets to our program. Um, and I think we're going to continue to let them work through it together. It gives us some confidence and some things we can maybe do in the running game, having two guys. And, uh, you know, so it's very exciting. Last time we had some young quarterbacks, uh, one of those guys is still playing football. So we're pretty excited about it. Yeah, he's not doing too bad. He's uh, <laughs> learning the game like these guys are learning the high school game. He's learning a game at a different level, so that's a good thing. And uh, Again, going back to, to that, I remember when, when Holton came up as a, as a true freshman, literally went from graduating at Chicago to having, and you might remember this, the, the Beast of the East at East Carolina that Saturday. Literally no practice, but you guys do such a good job of, of I'm not going to say dummying down the offense, but catering the offense to the needs and then growing that offense as the player grows. And when you've got a freshman and a sophomore quarterback uh, like you do this year in Samari Roop, you've got uh, two guys that will learn that offense. And as it gets as they get older in the program, things are really going to slow down for them. Yeah, and that's the whole key. I think it's our job as coaches to evaluate what we have and put our guys in positions to be successful. Um, and we, we've kind of gone with that, and we've kind of been doing different things offensively this summer to figure that out. And the more and more they were capable of doing and we felt we could put on their plate, uh, the more and more we felt we could do as an offensive structure. So it, it's been a lot of fun. And, look, they're going to have growing pains, and we don't want them to feel every time they mess up they're going to get pulled out of the game. We just look forward to building it with them. Well, Coach, you got a home opener tonight against Laney. Uh, talk about Laney and uh, what we can expect under the lights at Hollywood Crossroads. What an exciting game to start it out with. Uh, you know, it forces us all summer to make sure we're ready to go week one. Um, you've got a great opponent who had a rough record last year. They had, in the sense of the six and five, just like I feel we were last season. I think we we're very, two very similar teams. Weren't necessarily, our records weren't necessarily a reflection of who we were to the outside. I think they've got a lot coming back on the defensive side of the ball, but Coach Little just does a wonderful job with that program. They have some very big size up front on the offensive and defensive lines, and that's going to be the key to the game for us. Can we get movement up front on our offensive line against their defensive line? And can our defensive line control the line of scrimmage, get penetration in the backfield to disrupt what they do? I think I think we can do if we can do that, which I, I'm excited about the way our boys have been working we've got a great chance of being successful well coach we look forward to working with you all season long and uh excited about dh conley viking football and what you and your staff have put together out there and look forward to our high school game of the week coming up here in just a few moments Thanks a lot, Morgan. Go Vikings. D.H. Conley's high school head football coach, Nate Connor, joining us here inside the huddle. And the final whistle for tonight. The show is in the books. We'd like to thank all of our sponsors here tonight. We've got Greenville Auto World Champions Health and Fitness, Seared Chop House, Nash Hot Chicken, also Tiebreakers Sports Bar and Grill, and Angus Grill. I'd like to thank all of our sponsors for making this show a possibility. Also, all the coaches and members of the media who joined us tonight, and our award-winning producer, Miss Shirley Rhodes, for keeping us up to date on what's happening in the world of high school football. I'm Morgan Aylers. Enjoy the game. The Pirate Radio High School Game of the Week is coming up. D.H. Conley and Laney High School. Alan Vick has all the action. So long, everybody. You've been listening to the High School Huddle, brought to you by Tiebreakers, Champions Health and Fitness, Angus Grill, DriveHereNow.com, Sear Chop House, and Nash Hot Chicken. Tune in next week for another edition of the High School Huddle, right here on Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation.